Wrestling fans, welcome back to another edition of WPOV Global. I'm your host, the legend T. James Logan. With me, my compadre, my sidekick, my man about the town. Yes, women, hold your hearts and start a fluttering. It is truly the gentleman, Elio Canella. Elio, you suave dog, how are you? Yes, how's, how's it going? I'm, I'm, you know what? Last week, you know, we, we talked about the last two weeks being a little bit overwhelming and a little bit tiring and whatnot. I don't know what about this week, but I seem to be mm-hmm. well rested, and uh, there was still a lot of wrestling—not a ton of wrestling, but there was a lot of wrestling that we had to cover this week. Uh, we have our regular shows, folks. Plus, we had to cover uh, two Don Taco shows from um, New Japan, and uh, we opted out this week. Uh, Impact held a kind of special show called Code Red, uh, it, where they teamed up with House Code of Red. Glory. Yeah, they teamed up with House of Glory. I didn't even mention it to you. Elio, that sounds like one of their. That sounds. That it's sounds like, a, like one of their one-night-only shows. Yeah, it was kind of that deal, and the lineup was like, wow, when Tommy Dreamer's in the main event, you know I'm not going to be talking about it. <laughs> okay? Just simple. Simple. So well, we, I, I, I did see the results. Yeah, me too. I, I, you know, I had to take a look at the results, but the truth of the matter is none of the matches really meant anything in the overall view. Yep. Uh, there was nobody of consequence fighting each other. It was a lot of House of Glory guys versus uh, Impact guys, so... You know, in the overall scheme mm-hmm. of things, it didn't mean much. And, you know, I guess it was a fun night. I didn't really watch any of it. Uh, no, what I say? Didn't. I didn't watch it at all. Um, <laughs> but uh, we got some. We got our regular four shows that we're going to be talking about this week. We're going to be talking some New Japan. Um, mm-hmm. First of all, I, I, how are you doing, Elio? Like, obviously, I'm awake and full of uh, piss and vinegar. And uh, extra, extra piss because I was drinking the vinegar. But you, my friend, <laughs> oh. how are you doing? <laughs> Oh, I'm doing a lot better than last week. I don't know who was co-hosting with you last week, but if uh, that imposter identifies himself as a gentleman, Elio Canella, you can tell them for me. I'm sure they're mistaken. Well, you know, because there's only one gentleman, and he is me, and me is he, and I'm feeling great. My voice is back. Oh my goodness, you're I'm even feeling alarming. a lot better, and I'm ready to do this. Now you know what? Last week, uh, suspiciously, folks, there was no video feed to me. Usually, me and uh, usually me and Elio are looking at each other. We're switching around. But last week, <laughs> suspiciously, with the weird voice, there was no video feed, and I'm having my wonderings. It kind of sounded to me like it was Miguel Cole beating the head, wearing a sock over his Uh-oh. face that was talking. So maybe Miguel Cole tried to steal your thunder because I listened this week on. Uh, <laughs> 
wrestling POV, and that idiot got himself put back in the Book of Shame again. Yo, what is going on over there? Apparently, well, they're, inv- they're involved in some sort of a lawsuit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Apparently, the puppet is going to sue them. Now, um, I guess, you know, we call ours the Book of Shame. There's, they call the book, but uh, it's the same idea. And uh, you know what? It, it's going to be a sad day when one of us puts the other, me and you, in that book. So I hope that never happens. But you know what? If you start hanging out with Sammy Callahan or Tommy Dreamer or something <laughs> oh, like that, no. you know what? I almost put myself in the book of shame. You won't have to put me in the book. I'll put myself in the book. <laughs> now, I almost had to put myself in the book, Elio, and I talked about this a couple weeks ago. I found in the back of my um, closet an ECW jersey <laughs> that I got at a wrestling show. And it was signed by Tommy Dreamer. And I swear, I wanted to put myself in the book. And for the life of me, I could not figure out why in the hell I had this thing. But then I did remember that for some stupid reason, and this is a man thinking here, I tried to give that to my wife as a gift. And I thought she'd be impressed because it was signed by a wrestler. Oh, no. Yeah. Not only did she hate the thing, she didn't care for the wrestler either. And smart on her because it was Tommy Dreamer. But uh, folks... I did not go insane and start hanging out with Tommy Dreamer. That, that'll that never happen. I'm sorry. There's not enough drugs. There's not enough uh, brain damage that I can occur that I'm going to think Tommy Dreamer is someone I want to hang out with. So, And I can honestly say this, Elio. I have met Tommy Dreamer. Uh-oh. I was backstage with Tommy Dreamer at a show once. And I got to tell you, I'm not going to say bad things about the guy personally, but mm-hmm. he's definitely not the kind of guy that I want to hang out with. I, I walked away thinking, yeah, don't like this dude at all. Yeah. I don't care for him. So, yeah, folks, it's uh, for people who are wondering if I'm just picking on old Tommy Dreamer because I've seen him on TV and because he's raggedy, crappy looking pants and his terrible wrestling body and face and no, we're just ragging him because he we're just ragging him because he just sucks as a wrestler. Yeah, yeah, it's terrible. And I guess there might be a little bit of bit of private stuff with me because I did know meet him and definitely, you know, I got to tell you, Elio, I have met a lot of wrestlers, a lot of big Mm -hmm. name guys, and I got to tell you, man. Like ninety eight percent of them are the nicest guys, you know. I've met a few. And I guys. bet those. I bet those ninety eight percent were our heels on camera. A lot of them are. You find that the heels tend to be the nicest mm-hmm. guys. Um, one guy that I met who wasn't. Well, this is really funny because the three guys that I can say that I did not enjoy their company were were all former ECW wrestlers. Oh. When I met uh, Tommy Ooh, Dreamer, wow. can you guess the other two? Yeah. Take a guess, Elio. Take a guess who the other two are. They're big name ECW wrestlers, and one of them is currently uh, has his stupid face over an ROH. Oh, wow. Come I wanted on. to say Bully Ray. Yes, Bully Ray is not a very nice guy. He's the second guy. Wow. The third guy, and this one okay. might su- not surprise anyone at all, but Raven was definitely not a nice guy. Wow. Raven really? was a dick. All he cared about was making money. He cared nothing about uh, where he was at, what he was doing. He didn't care much for the fans. As long as you bought something, he wow. talked to you for a minute or two. Yeah, so the only bad experiences I've ever had uh, meeting wrestlers profe- uh, personally were former ECW guys so far. Three of them. Three of the big names. Yeah, so. Bully Ray doesn't seem like a really cool guy that I'd want to hang out with. He's not. He's uh, He actually kind of lives his gimmick. He really thinks he's the biggest. Wow. Uh, he really thinks he's all that stuff that you see on TV. <coughs> and uh, he kind of acted like that. Like, it wasn't acting. We were backstage, and he was treating people like that. A lot of people didn't like him. Um, Raven? Wow. He was very standoffish. And uh, Tommy Dreamer... Well, he would talk to the guys, but some of the stuff he talked about, and I don't even get into it, but it was just like, I just was not impressed with the things he was talking about. You know, the non-wrestling kind mm-hmm. of way he carried himself was very yeah, unprofessional. I didn't enjoy it. You know, maybe, I, you know, this was a good uh, seven years ago, so maybe things have changed, but 
I, all I know is I came away from there thinking, yeah, I don't like this guy. I don't want to interview this guy. I don't want to even hang out with this guy. So unfortunately, but I got to tell you, some of the other guys I've met, um, you know, like I met Nick Aldis and I thought Nick Aldis was going to be a bit of a jerk. He was like one of the smartest, oh, most, you, uh, laid back guys. You told, you, told, you told me to, uh, you were asking me last week to check out uh, that uh, match with Marty Skrull and I yeah. went and checked it. And? I hate when they do this. Uh, you, you, go, you go to watch a certain video and it's replaced by something else. Yeah. You know what? That's, that, that's it the, was, uh, they, they showed, they showed a UFC, some UFC thing. Yeah. That's what happens when you go to third party sites, folks. Sometimes you, uh, you know, I guess if you don't pay for, uh, the honor or whatever it was on. Oh, no, it wasn't even on that, was it? The Crockett Cup. Well, I don't even know where the heck it was. But anyways, uh, let's move forward here. Um, let's talk about, before we get into our uh, rumblings today, let's talk about the poll. Since we're mm-hmm. talking about wrestlers, oh, let's okay. talk about the poll. I want you to pull up the results. And uh, I believe right. I believed that it came down to 51 to 49% in the voting. And the computer had to figure it out because... It was uh, close. It was by one. By one yeah. vote. One vote. And fans, mm-hmm. it seems that more, just one more of you, thought that Austin, or what is, what's, oh, I almost forgot his name again. Ace Austin. Ace Austin. Ace Austin. Is not a credible wrestler. <laughs> that it was no. 49% of you, 49.9% of you, picked him as uh, yes. Now, there was a few people, and you, you I remember we, we, we just quickly looked at the poll before we came on, and you said to me, hey, I wonder if there's trolls on here asking these kind of questions. Uh yeah. Somebody, yeah. uh, I'm not even going to name that guy's name, but somebody had written on there, are you guys serious? Well, obviously we are if more than 50% of the people question this question too. Now, the reason we ask this is because, yeah, the guy has some talent, but there's a ton of wrestlers out there with talent. Uh, our problems was the ridiculous hooky crap that he does, uh, pulling the ace card yeah. out, putting the magician's cane. I mean... This is the stuff you see twelve-year-olds do, and and I thought it, I thought it hurt his presentation rather than accentuate mm-hmm. it. So that's why I asked if, if other people were looking at that and seeing this and going, I don't like that presentation. Maybe that guy, if he was presented, you know what? He has talent. Not going to lie, Elio, the guy's got a lot of talent. Uh, read some of the, yep. the uh, some of the question or some of the responses from our fans. So. Some of the comments are from Sean, Sean Nixon says, I like him. There's still room for him to grow. True. We never said there wasn't. Uh, Marky Curtis said, Baby Gambit. I don't really care for the dude, and especially his victory at rebelling over P.D. Williams. Now, Baby Gambit, that's a funny cut because it has the whole thing to do with the card and the ridiculous kind of coat and things he wears in oh, there. So, yeah, okay. I get it. Baby Gambit, that's funny. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Nathan Williams says, "I like him. I've seen three matches so far." Yeah, he's he's new to some people. He's new to me. I've only seen three or four matches of the guy, but he's kind of in our face, so I'm still on the fence. Rashad I'm- Sims, Rashad Sims said, "Who is that?" Yep. <laughs> okay. Again, Dave, David Sanders posted a picture of the New Day, which which kind of and it was the New Day being kind of goofs, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. So obviously, they, he doesn't then, take uh, it very seriously. Alderon Six Gen Herley posted another picture saying who that. So obviously a few people are a little bit down on Austin X, Austin Ace Austin. I keep <laughs> want to say Austin Aries. Man, I miss that guy. <laughs> Anyways, Ace Austin. Paul T Paul T. Phillips says I've been following Ace Austin for years. The growth he's done in the ring is awesome. His interaction with fans is amazing. Okay, um 
I have not yet seen him interacting with fans yet, have you? I mean, the matches we've seen, he <laughs> nope. seems to have minimal action with the fans, and maybe that's part of where he is now. I know going to independent. I've only I've only seen him. Uh, I've only seen him tagging the fans like on his way out of the ring. That's yeah. about it. Um, that's I, only interaction. <laughs> well, one thing I do notice is I go to a lot of independent shows, and it's a whole different beast dealing with uh, wrestlers dealing with people at, at smaller shows than it is at television shows. Quite a bit difference there. Okay. So, so those are all the comments that we have for today. Well, you know what, Franz? Thank you for voting. They tell me it was a good turnout, and this was the closest vote we ever had. Now, we and Elio mm-hmm. want to say here, we've talked about this. Ace Austin is a good wrestler, but the problem here is mm-hmm. in the way he's presenting himself. And the way he presents himself is annoyingly kind of cringy to us, and we wanted to know if we were just. And being he certainly he, he certainly gave his opponent he certainly gave his opponents paper cuts with the ace. Uh, yeah, Car. yeah, that's a uh, Jimmy Havoc crap. That makes it even worse. Um, all I'm saying, we're going to give this some time, but obviously half of you are yep. not digging his uh, presentation. But let's get into some rumblings. I know there's uh, lots of stuff going on in, in – uh, you know, there's always stuff going on in the world of professional wrestling. Uh, first of all, let's talk some signings. Okay. All right? Um, okay. Interesting signing from MLW. Um, now, Mar- let's see if I got this right. Ross – are Ross and Marshall Von Erich. Is that right? Ross and Marshall Von Erich. Yep. Ross right. and Marshall. Now, these are the sons of Kevin Von Erich are being signed to yep. MLW. I find that pretty cool. Wow. I, I hope you yeah. know, I hope they can live up to some of the name. <laughs> the whole Von Erich thing was a big tragedy over the years, uh, watching that family mm-hmm. you know, be at the top and then so many of them dying, committing suicide, all yep. kinds of stuff. So uh, this is cool. I like it. I don't know how these guys are. I don't know what kind of talent they have. But we'll see. Um, next, we have some interesting signings that I want to talk about in Impact. First of all, Rich okay. Swan. Rich Swan signing a, multi- a two-year contract, I do believe. Um, Rich Swan, he's he's not on our list of favorites at the moment. <laughs> no, he's not. No, he's not. Um, the second one, and I, I don't know if you knew about the situation, and this is sort of what I've been gathering and, and, and hearing from people around, uh, has to do with Willie Mack. Now, Willie Mack okay. signed with Impact. Now, yep. Apparently, going into the Crockett Cup uh, appearances, remember he had to mm-hmm. uh, defend his belt. Um, a rep- he was uh, how this worked. The NWA was given a cease and desist order from Lucha Underground, saying Willie Mack was still under contract and that they did not want him competing for ROH or for for uh, NWA. Oh, that's right. I was reading about the Lucha messing with the guy's contract like that. Now here is where things get kind of crappy is there has been rumors that Lucha Underground, while they've been doing this, they will funnel wrestlers back to AAA and Impact. And all of a sudden, Willie Mack signs with Impact the next day. So a lot of people in the NWA office are not happy with this. They felt that, uh, you know, there's a bit of collusion and things going on. Uh, we're not, uh, you know, we're not legal beagles. We have no idea. But it does sound a little suspicious. I'm just going to say that. Yeah. Okay. Now, I like Willie Mack. I think he's a great contender. Looking forward to seeing him a lot on impact. Um, it's too bad to burn bridges like that with the NWA, though. Not cool. So we'll yeah. have to see how that yeah. develops over the time. Uh, you got any news out there, Elio? I actually have um, <clears throat> one piece of AEW news, which I'm not sure how what to think about this, but um, a few former WWE superstar names said to possibly be making a comeback at AEW Double or Nothing. The first being Jack Swagger, who following his WWE run transitioned to MMA, picking up victories in Bellator. 
Now, and I can't believe this second name is still floating around out there. People still believe CM Punk's going to show up. Oh, my Lord. Okay, first of all, Jack Swagger. Um, <laughs> I, You know what? I don't think it makes a difference if he shows up. And it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, yes, he's been doing MMA, but he was also in MLW last year. He was in Lucha Underground for all of last season. The, oh, okay. the guy is willing to show up anywhere. So, yeah, that one doesn't surprise me. And let's face it. Is Jack Swagger that big of a name value? I don't think he's going to sell any mm. tickets, to be honest. Not really. No. Not really. Um, CM Punk. Now, there was that crazy thing, that, that video that showed up and they claimed that he yeah. was under a mask helping out somebody. Yeah. Absolutely no proof that this person could even be CM Punk. But right. people have been riding yeah. with it. And uh, I think I, – I don't think that was CM Punk, but I do think that he's letting people propagate this. Just in case he ever wants to go back into wrestling, people are still – his name is still fresh. Fresh. You know, CM Punk Fresh. is not the only one to do GTS. The uh, Otami also does the GTS. Yes. So, oh, so does anybody, really. I mean, <laughs> right. I can even do a GTS. <laughs> you meanie. If you do that to the cat one more time, I am phoning the SPCA on you. i seen that oh. video, Elio. i seen that. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, we got any more news out there? No, I guess that was it for news. But, uh, uh, no, that was, that's about it for news. All right. Well, you know what? It's time we take a look at the New Japan uh, scene right now. Uh, okay. It seems like we've been going through show after show of Don Taco, the road to <laughs> Don Taco, the sniff non-stop. of Don Taco, weird, oh weird names of Kung Fu Don Taco, the king of <laughs> radishes. I don't know. It was it was getting ridiculous, but uh, we watched the shows, and Yo. I gotta say, oh man, it kind of sucked because all these road to shows, all the main events were like the same every night. It was like you know five-man tag teams against five-man tag teams and there was no singles things nothing of real. i noticed in the first uh two days i believe it was like uh, the they they were like mirror cards of each other yeah they were pretty much like that the whole tour man i've been i watched them all and uh i get the i don't mind watching one maybe even the, the most two of those type matches over a tour but watching mm-hmm. them constantly is it's just yeah they're not that great of matches no. so but we came to the end. We came to the end of Don Taku. And there are a few things that we're going to talk about. I kn- I don't know if you got a chance to see this. This one breaks my heart. On day one oh. of uh, Don Taku, Jeff Cobb losing the never open weight title uh, to Tai Chi, one of the crappiest wrestlers, right up there with uh, Yoshihashi in my books. You know what? I did see uh, day one. I just uh, don't recall uh, most of like the matches mm-hmm. that I was watching. I just know that I did watch uh, day one. I started to, and then uh, mm-hmm. Sengoku Lord uh, took me out of it. Yeah. Um, so, Jeff Cobb <laughs> losing that belt. He's still the ROH television champion. Still doing appearances, however, for New Japan, so that'll be interesting. He to lost ta- it to an opera singer. Oh, not even an opera singer. The guy is like a lip singer. <laughs> an opera lip singer. The guy oh, comes down wow. and pretends to sing into a microphone that's not plugged in while <laughs> the song is blaring over the thing. Dressed all in full Phantom of the Opera gear. It's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. And I wish to say, I wish I could say after all this he was a good wrestler, but he's not. He's a cheaty, whiny little thing that just doesn't have a lot of talent, but he knows how to stall. He's a Yoshihashi. Yeah, he's Yoshihashi. If Yoshihashi and Larry Zabisco <laughs> had a love child, it would be Tai Chi. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. So Jeff, uh, 
Sorry you lost the bro belt, bro. You know, better luck next time. And uh, I know you'll still be popping around New Japan. Let's talk about now night two of Don Taco. And I know, I know you did watch a couple of these matches. I, I, I told you to keep an eye on them. Uh, first of all, we had um, Tomohiro Ishii uh, yep. taking his battle to evil. The two of them had been oh going goodness. at it. That, that was a pretty good match. That was very good. Hard hitting. <laughs> yeah. But like Ishii matches are always like so physical. I mean, they run into yeah. each other. They slap. They <laughs> yeah, I know. It was crazy. Oh, jeez. Uh, Ishii <laughs> finally getting the win. Uh, mm-hmm. So this will put this uh, this kind of feud to bed for a while. So evil coming out on the oh. uh, losing end. Now, okay. the other part they had been pushing, Sonata getting a title shot against uh, Kazuchika Okada. Now, did you watch this match, Elio? Yes. What did you think of this match? Tell me your impressions of this Sonata. Was a, this was a pretty good match. Uh, this was a pretty good match. I like Sonata. I like, um, I like Okada. Um, mm-hmm. Remember um, the what, one part of the match where I think it was uh, Sonata was... I don't know if it was this one or if it was uh, the other one, but one of them uh, had the other hooked up near the guard. I looked for a suplex, and then it turned into a neckbreaker. Yeah, that was in this one. Um... Yeah. Now, folks, what was interesting about this is this was at first a hard sell for some fans because Sonata has faced Okada five times in the past and has never even come close to winning. And the whole point yeah, they were here, saying that five times. Yeah, the whole point here was that a lot of time has passed now. Sonata has grown as a wrestler, and mm-hmm. uh, can he run with Okada? Can he beat Okada? I mean, more people weren't thinking could he beat Okada. They were like, could he even hold his own against Okada? And I think he did. He really looked like he uh, really great a great showing here. Uh, he could have easily come out on this one, and uh, I think this would be the one that has finally put Sonata into the top echelon of New Japan right now. now I, have a, I have a question about some of these matches. Um, yeah. Like, uh, how many uh, how many guys are in this group chaos? Like, all oh, my gosh. Uh, let's count them. There's that new guy, Mikey Nichols. There's Okada, Ishii. Um, oh, who else is in there? Oh, uh, Toriyano. Um okay. Because well, there's well, at I least seven. That. There's at least six or seven Be- guys. I ask because, like, when I'm looking down down the list of the matches, yeah, it says chaos and it's got like a couple of guys. Then the next match will be chaos, but it has different guys. Yeah, no, there's at least six, maybe seven guys in chaos. I mean, the Bullet Club's right now got about at least six or seven guys. Uh, okay. Los Ignobles has at least five guys in it. Those are the three major factions. Oh, and I don't know. They call it Taguchi Japan, but. He has kind of a, a rotating list of five guys that come in and out. Okay. Um, factions are pretty big in the uh, in New Japan. I know Phantasmo uh, made his uh, uh, made his uh, bullet club appearance on this uh, card. Yes, yes. Yep. What, what did you think? Did you watch it? I didn't get to see this one, but I just I was just reading down the list of the matches and I noticed his name. Yeah. Uh, you know what, folks? Uh, I have been a big fan of El Tantasmo for quite a while. I know I've been pushing on Elio a lot. Uh, we watched a lot of him in Rev Pro and some other places. Uh, terrific wrestler. Uh, Western yep. Canadian boy from Vancouver, and uh, he's amazing. I think he's going to do very well. Now, um, let's take a quick look here. I want to talk about the upcoming uh, Super uh, Juniors tournament, the best of Super okay. Junior. Okay, this will be starting. Uh, it runs from May 13th. Uh, until June fifth, holy crap! That means we got two. Oh, three weeks. oh no, my! Oh my goodness! <laughs> okay, and uh, wow. I, I here's the tournament. They have an A block and a B block. Now, I, the reason it might be going so long is they might actually do it like they do. Um, what do you call it? Uh, the G one, where you have to face everybody in your block one. Oh, I, okay. 
So that means, you know, two, four, six, eight, there's 10 guys in each block, which right, means right. you have to face nine matches <coughs> okay. and then go on to the finals, right? Mm-hmm. For your block. So in block one, I find this interesting. We have Dragon Lee, Jonathan mm. Gresham, Marty Skrull, Sho, okay. Shingo Taga- Tagagi, uh, oh, I never say his name right, Ta- Taiji Ishimori, Taka Michinobu, uh-huh. well, that's pretty interesting, Tiger Mask 4, Titan, and Yoshinabu Kanemaru. Now, I'm sorry, Tiger Mask 4, there's a name I, I haven't uh, heard in a while. Yeah, well, Tiger Mask, if you've been watching, like he's always in the opening match. He's an older man now, but he's still uh, a lighter heavyweight. Uh, okay. Now, I mean, look at, they've got in this, Jonathan Gresham and Marty Skrull, well, there's your Americans. They have an interesting yep. style. Um, yep. Ishimoro, well, we know him as the Bull and Soldier. He's he's definitely one to watch out for. Mm-hmm. Um, then you've got like Yoshinabe Katamaro, Tiger Man, uh, sorry, Taka Mishinoku. They're in the same um, uh, group together. So that's kind of interesting. You have two Mexican wrestlers, Dragon Lee and Titan. And then mm-hmm. you have uh, Shingo and Sho, who, you know, Shingo and Yo have been really going at it. So be interesting to see how this match goes. Uh, we move over to the B bracket, and this is we got Bandito, Bushi, El Desperado, El Fantasmo, Flip Gordon, Robbie Eagles, Rocky Romero, Rizuki, Rizuki Taguchi, Will Osprey, yeah, the coach, yep. and Yo. So, I mean, there is that possibility. Mm-hmm. We could have the dream matchup that Yo dreams of in the finals of Yo versus Shingo. That's possible. Uh, Will Osprey. What if you have Will Osprey versus Marty Skrull in the <laughs> final? That's something we've seen in the before. Oh. So uh, they, they 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 split the Rapongi 3K. Yeah, well, yeah, they split every faction in here. I oh, mean, yeah. I mean, you look. There's guys. There's 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 Los Nobles <laughs> guys on each bracket. I mean, Bushi's tag team partner Shingo is in the other block. You know. Oh, okay. El, All right. El, El Desperado's tag team partner Yoshinabu Kanemaru is in the other block. Okay. Um, yeah. So there's a possibility that you could, and it's probably better to split the teams because you don't necessarily want them fighting each other now. You know. Right. Um. So that is going to be very interesting. The final night will be uh, held in uh, Sumo Hall, and it'll be the main event. Will be uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi getting his uh, return match with Jay White. Wow, you know? that's that's one to watch. That'll be interesting. You know, like Jay White totally took apart Tanahashi's. You know, went for the knee, went for all the the arm, went for all the yep. kind of stuff to try and hurt him, and he did beat him for the belt. So this mm-hmm. is this is interesting now. Before we let go of the New Japan stuff, I'm just going to rattle them off. We're going to we're probably going to cover them next week because it doesn't start till June 9th. You know, in a okay. week or two, we'll talk about it more. But the three announced matches for Dominion on June 9th are never open weight heavyweight champion Tai Chi defending against Tomohiro Ishii, IWGP <sighs> Intercontinental Champion Koto Ibushi putting his belt up against Tetsuya Naito, mm-hmm. and IWGP Heavyweight Champion Kazuchika Okada putting his belt against Chris Jericho. Some wow. interesting, interesting matches. That one should be interesting. Well, you know what? We're going to break those down later, folks, as we get closer to the tournament. Obviously, we're going to be stuck in uh, the Best of Super Juniors for a while, talking and discussing how that, those are going on and trying to keep... Uh, uh, you got any predictions for the anybody you want to see win the uh, Best of Super Junior this year? Um, I can't really uh, pick any uh, one specific person that I want to see uh, at the moment. Uh, maybe like later as, as uh, weeks go by. Well, I'm gonna say this just because he's my bro, and I know him. I'm so I, I'm desperately cheering for El Des, uh, for El Fantasma, and uh, I hope he uh, makes it right through the final. Although even I gotta say, a Yo versus Shingo match in the finals would be pretty damn interesting. 
Yeah, because uh, you were saying it was a show in uh, Shingo that was uh, in the this one, right? Well, they're in the in they're the, in the A block, but Yo's in the B block, so they could make it to the finals and have Yo versus Shingo right. as a final. Oh, okay. All right. Well, you know what, folks? That is our look at New Japan. We're going to take a quick look at ROH right now. First of all, let's talk about the show, and then we're going to go over a little bit about the upcoming uh, War of the Worlds. Okay. So let's see what we have for ROH. In the opening match, for ROH, we had PJ Black defeating Eli Isham. Now, was that ever any, was that ever any doubt? <laughs> nope. No, <laughs> I don't know. They did this sh- Shinobi Shadow Squad or whatever they're called. Yeah, not a fan of these guys. Yeah, they're pretty much like Lucha House Party or um, uh, what are those yeah. guys? The Pin Me, Pay Me guys? Remember those guys? Yeah. Uh, then else? we had... Uh, we had the Women of Honor's champion Kelly Klein defeating Ray Lynn at the after the match. Of course, we had Allure coming out and attacking uh, attacking Kelly Klein. Jenny Rose came to help out and they laid her out. Poor Jenny Rose. She's the perennial chubby girl who never gets the boy. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, in the in the main event, we had Lifeblood defeating the Kingdom, and at the end. Uh, um, Tracy Williams calls uh, called out Bully Ray. And, now, uh, okay, I, I would like to discuss this match. Um, okay, Lifeblood, you know they're off and on again in my mind. Uh, you know, but this pairing I really do enjoy. Uh, Tracy Williams, just I know he's smaller than a lot of guys, mm-hmm. but he's yep. very talented, and I really enjoy watching him. Yeah. Um, this match was tremendous. Uh, I don't care what people say about the Kingdom. From the past, the kingdom is a darn good uh, unit. You know, mm-hmm. Matt Taven is pretty credible, but so are these guys too. You know, they've really worked hard, and yep. I enjoy the kingdom a lot. Um, it's interesting uh, that the kingdom is kind of in this kind of like plateau right now, where everyone's kind of using them as a stepping stone to make a name for themselves. Mm-hmm. So, and know, of course, sorry, oh, go on. I was going to say uh, the the whole bully Ray stuff is almost yeah. bordering on who cares for me at this moment. Yep. Um, overall, what would you give this show on our rating scale? Um, well, before, before I, I give my rating, uh, then we also had a Don Castle giving his, quote, apology and then attacking the boys again. <laughs> uh, yeah. Hasn't this happened before? Like... Uh, yeah, it happened at uh, G1 Superguard, and yeah. now it happened again, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to say that uh, this kind of falls along. The boys are kind of useless. I mean, it wouldn't be yeah. so bad if they were good wrestlers, but they're not really that good of wrestlers. I enjoy Lifeblood. I'm going to give this one a maybe a B minus C. All right, I'm going to give it a B. I thought it was okay. Uh, mm-hmm. The Bully Ray stuff detracted from it. Um, yeah. I enjoyed Kelly Klein, and I'm interested in the Allure thing. Um, yep. Eli Ipsum and the Shinobi Shadow Squad are, I don't know, they're just filler. You know? They're, you know what? I love, make, I love, I'm going to make it a B- minus now. The more I talk about it, I'm, I'm dropping it down a bit. It's a B-. minus. <laughs> I love how Allure is using the Dean Ambrose slash Abyss logos, uh, drawing it on their uh, opponent's foreheads. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's original. That's original. <laughs> Well, you know what, folks? Uh, We're going to take a break right now. Uh, When we come back, we have our other three regular shows that we discuss. And Mm -hmm. uh, we're going to get to uh, 
open up the book, see who uh, how the Book of Shame is doing this week, and uh, start a new poll. So, folks, uh, bear with us. We're going to take a little break right about now. Hello, this is Miguel Cole from the Wrestling POV Podcast. Wrestling POV and Wrestling POV Global is affiliated with the Collar and Elbow brand. Go to CollarandElbowBrand.com and save yourself 10% by using promo code WPOV. Collar and Elbow has t-shirts, hoodies, sunglasses, and more. And the best part, you're helping out your local indie wrestlers. And you're helping out the best wrestling podcast of all, Wrestling POV and Wrestling POV Global. You don't want to miss out. So save yourself 10% by using promo code WPOV. Oh my goodness! Hey, it's Conrad Thompson and this is Bruce Pritchard. And you're listening to the Wrestling POV Podcast. Oh, we're back, folks. That was a tremendous bathroom break. I'm going to give that one an A. Okay, that overrides uh, ROH's rating for the week. <laughs> I was afraid you no-sold it there for a second. I was like, come on, man, back me. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you. Uh, all right, you know what? Let's uh, let's take a look at WWE NXT this week, UK. All right. Oh, okay. All now, right. once again, we're still in Brooklyn, New York. So these are matches that obviously happened now a little while ago, but were fresh to us. So yep. let's enjoy it as such. This is... This is actually going to be the last week. We're, we're in Scotland next week. Excellent, excellent. Okay. Now, uh, we open up with a match with the Kiwi Buzzsaw, Travis Banks, taking on... Mm-hmm. Now, I don't recall seeing this guy before. Mansoor? No, I've only heard him uh, on... Um, he's uh, wrestled mainly on uh, live events, from what I from what I know. But I, this is my first time seeing him. I wasn't uh, too impressed with this guy. No? I was... Um, I was... Yeah. I kind of gave him kind of half marks. He was okay. Um, to be honest though, it was one of those feelings where I never thought for a minute Travis Banks was in trouble of losing here. Mm-hmm. You know, um, he does all his greatest hits. Uh, he has an incredibly nice running kick across the apron, just like, um, what's his name? Uh, Finn Balor. I enjoyed that. Yeah. Um, finishes with slice of heaven and the Kiwi crusher. So yeah, he got some cool stuff in there. Slice of heaven, I guess basically is kind of like, uh, it's like Cody Rhodes' kick, isn't it? You kind of like jump off the rope and kick, get, get like an integrity to the head. Yeah, it's it's a beautiful disaster. Yeah, or whatever okay. he used to call it. Yeah, okay. And uh, the Kiwi Crusher is kind of cool, but it's <laughs> sort of like the Ace Crusher, or just like whatever other person who's used it is called. Mishinoku Driver's close, I guess. Yep. Yeah. Okay, so uh, yep. okay match. Uh, Travis Banks starting to enjoy him a little more. I guess he just needed a little exposure. I used to find him pretty vanilla, but uh, mm-hmm. watching him tonight, I thought, you know what, I like this guy. I, I'm interested. Yep. Okay, dude, this next part just made – it's stuff like this that I don't know how to take this kind of stuff, okay? when Uh-oh. The Z- Zaya Brookside's interview? Yeah. What the hell was that? <laughs> She's ready to fly. She's going to eat the NXT UK universe with her. Oh, man. I think she's been snorting <laughs> pixie dust or something. This was ridiculous. <laughs> Actually, if she if she didn't have Brookside attached to her name, no one would know. No one would care. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, she's not that great of a wrestler. She's not that pretty. She's not that attractive. She's Mm -hmm. actually pretty plain. But I don't get it. Running around and doing this weird, I don't even what. (laughs) All I know is if I had been at the performance center that day and I was walking by and I glanced at that, I would be like, "What? What's going on here?" Like, uh, are, are the drug addicts taking, like, is this like drug rehab day? Like, what's going on? This is just ridiculous. It, it oh, boggled man. my mind, okay? Call me yep. bald. Then, um, now, uh, Nina Samuels, they have a little thing with her. And, oh, man, it just really seems like promos from NXT UK women aren't the best. They're, they're you know, 
I, I told I told you when we first started covering. I'm like, I wanna I wanna see more from this Nina Samuels. Yeah, Man, I was like behind her, and now she's not even she's not really showed me anything. And I was like uh, behind her from when we first talked about covering NXT UK. Well, I thought you were gonna say I was behind I was uh, behind her, and now I'm in front of her because I can't stand her. But- <laughs> Yeah, I mean, she did this weird crap sitting in front of a kind of a mirror talking like like a, a drama, like like, yeah. she did, like she was some actor on stage. Yep. And I'm sorry, she's basically a thicker, um, and please, in the name of Alanis Morissette, forgive me folks for bringing this name up, Uh-oh. but she is basically a thicker Jenny. Ooh, oh. Well, am I wrong? Tell me I'm wrong here. No, no, you're not wrong. It's like, just, I know the whole gimmick just... Uh... Just like seems so similar to that one. Yeah. I swear, if, I swear if they pair these two up as a team, oh, oh, that's it. Oh God, don't give out ideas, man. <laughs> oh, what are they gonna What are they gonna call them? The fashionistas? Oh, I will kill someone <laughs> oh, if that happens. Oh no! I will kill. All right, all oh. right, all right. Uh, let's move on. Uh, Piper Niven takes on Reina Gonzalez. Now, Reina Gonzalez. Yep. Piper Niven. What, what do you think of this girl? First of all. I'm a fan. I like Piper Niven. Yeah, I'm a fan too. I mean, she's a bit of a bigger yep. girl, but she can move. Yep. Um, I like Reina Gonzalez. Um, she is the daughter of uh, Rudy Gonzalez, the guy who trained Shawn Michaels. Yeah, Rudy Boy Gonzalez. And uh, yes. I'm sorry, but a, a girl who's willing to wrestle in leather chaps, kind of liking it. Actually, a quick, quick story about Rudy Boy Gonzalez. Yeah. I was. I went to Animus a friend on Facebook. I sent him a friend request. Mm-hmm. His his uh, post to me was, "Who's this?" <laughs> and then and then like then like uh, weeks later, like he came across this uh, promo video I created for him. He's like, "Did you make a video of me?" I'm like, "Oh, I'm in trouble now." Were you? I'm like, I can tell. I can take it out if you want. He's like, "Oh hell no, I love it." <laughs> I'm like, jeez. So have you talked to him since at all? Hello. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, just, he just disappeared after. I'm like, okay. Oh, he ghosted you, man. <laughs> You're welcome for the video. You thought you were getting some Netflix and chill and all you got was ghosted. I know. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, Piper Niven taking the match. Uh, you know, she. Uh, I, I, th- I thought Raina did okay in this match. It was mm-hmm. ob- obviously they're really looking at Piper Niven to push her to the moon, though. You know? Um, as much as I, and I've been a big fan of hers before she was in the WWE, what back when she was touring, you know, a lot of women's divisions. Um, okay. Obviously they're setting her up, uh, down the road against Rhea Ripley. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know how I feel about that. I love Rhea Ripley. Anyways. I know you're, I, I, I know you're torn apart. I am torn apart. Yeah, definitely. Um, we got a weird interview with Kenny Williams and Amir Jordan. I like Amir Jordan. I know that guy. Uh, I, I've, I've. Dealt with him quite a bit back when he was training here in Calgary. Uh, fun guy. Um, I don't know, though. They're kind of small. I mean, they're a good I little have, comedy I team. A, I have a question. Why are all these backstage uh, interviews so weird Like with these guys? Because mm, they're definitely a joke, man. Like, they're not presenting them as serious threats. They're like Santino no, Morello. Like- like they're like. And I, I don't mean just either. I mean like these guys, Mustache Mountain, like, like just like their backstage interviews or vignettes or promos. I don't get it. Yeah, uh, it seems that the UK has really got to work on this. Yeah, they have some pretty weak um, presentations. I mean, the wrestling's great, but mm-hmm. I just maybe they just don't know how to really sell to people. 
these characters, you know? Right. And, uh, yeah, that's, I'm glad you said that because I feel that quite a bit. Um, and I don't get it because it makes you wonder if the stuff's being written for them because you take somebody like Kaylee, Kaylee Ray. Mm-hmm. Now I've seen her do a lot of stuff and then we've seen her do her promos here and she just comes across terrible, you know? And even Piper Niven came across when they have promos with her, not all that great. So yep. obviously they either let these guys have some of the realism of themselves to show through or write better for them because it's weak right now. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, speaking about weak and ridiculous, uh, Gallus. <laughs> oh, no. Um, they, they, they are Every week they are just even worse and worse to me. Um, I'm getting to the point where I'm almost thinking in my mind that if I ever see Gallus matches coming up, I'm just going to turn them off and read the result. Like right. there, there's nothing interesting about these guys and I don't no. know what they need done. I mean, they're obviously talented, but they're just presented terribly. And mm-hmm. I mean, Gallus is a joke. If anyone thinks that's like yep. a scary, uh, a scary thing, you're wrong. It's a joke. Look at Pete, look at Pete Dunn, what he did to a uh, Wolfgang. Wolfgang was supposed to be this big, scary guy. And then he faced Pete Dunn. Yeah, what is Pete Dunn? Five foot four? I mean, come on. <laughs> Jeez. Not cool. Not cool. <laughs> uh, so they did some little crappy, um, well, they did another crappy thing of them being shot, walking <laughs> around somewhere, talking about Scotland, you know, their home and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It didn't do anything yeah, yeah, yeah. for me. Now, I'm Scottish, no. man. My family's from Scotland. Oh. And uh, Gallus does nothing for me. Nothing. Wow. I yeah. want to like them. I mean, man, I'd love to get behind some great Scottish wrestlers, but... Uh, Gallus ain't them, all right? Um, then we get, we, we're get told that Williams and Amir Jordan will be facing the grizzled young veterans on, a, on uh, for the UK titles next week. So that'll be interesting. I, I guess. swear. I, I, I'm waiting for James Drake to just uh, go go insane and attack Zach Gibson. Oh, Zach Gibson. I mean, people, he he's one of those guys when you heard he was heard a lot about him before they showed him. I was kind of excited to see what this is about because people were talking about him. And then when yep. he got, we got him, it's like, this is it? What, what were they talking about? Like, oh, nah. my nah. I mean, Not my thing. Yep. <laughs> now, main event, uh, Walter facing mm-hmm. Jordan Devlin in a non-title match, which was weird. Yep. I don't know why they just didn't make it a title match. Um, did you, This was a pretty hard-hitting affair. Devlin got in a little more than I, I was surprised at how much he got in here. Um, yeah, he, 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 uh, he, Went after the leg a lot and tried to cut Walter down. And did you notice Walter was bleeding from the mouth through parts I of the I did notice that, yes. Yep. And, and I did notice that the commentators didn't mention it once. Ooh, wow. So that usually tells you that that was, that was real. That was, uh, that was something that they didn't want. They were trying to gloss over by not really bringing it up. Wow. But yeah. Um, did it make Walter look uh, not as intimidating? No, because when he did come back, he pretty much punched a hole through Devlin's chest with those chops of his. That's all, yep. And uh, if anything, it made Devlin look like uh, maybe he's a bit more than we thought he was because he's been a bit mm-hmm. inconsistent in appearances. Uh, Walter he's still looks he, great. He's certainly, he's certainly a lot different uh, in NXT than he is on the independent scene. Yes, yeah. A lot of these guys are, which is weird because, for them anyways, because, I mean, it's like they're, it's like, uh, it's like be, for you to understand here, it'd be like being in Ontario <laughs> And uh, mm-hmm. you wrestled through Ontario as like one character, and then you signed with a company in Toronto, and they made you a different character. <laughs> but everyone's <laughs> seen you all through Ontario, you know. So 
it's it's kind of weird. The scene, the the UK scene is pretty strange that way because there's still all those little companies and these guys mm-hmm. have been all over the place. And now they're in NXT exclusively, and but people know them as different kind of wrestlers. So yep, that, that's interesting to see. Now at the end of the match, Walter is uh, gets the win. <laughs> Pete Dunn comes out, and we're told uh, soon there will be a title shot, a rematch, which will be interesting. Pete Dunn and Walter. Mm-hmm. Overall, this week's show, uh, I guess I'm just going to give it a B. It yeah, wasn't horrible. It wasn't great. Yeah. There was no Jenny, so that's good. Uh, yeah, I'm going to give oh, it a no. B. Uh, the- You're wrong. There was a Jenny. Her name was uh, Nita Samuels, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and there was no uh, word that shall not be mentioned. Yes. Yeah. I give it a B. Yeah. B for me. All right. Now, why don't we uh, flip the coin and we head over to Impact. You tell me all the craziness that's going on. Okay, so Impact, uh, we start out with uh, your favorite, Michael Elgin, coming out uh, for his debut. And, of course, uh, he cuts his promo. And I'm sure I'm mistaken about that. He's not your favorite. He's not mine either. (laughs) I do know this, folks. (laughs) If you have a hard time sleeping or you're one of those people that it's hard to get to sleep, just put on a Michael Elgin match or a promo. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> He'll have you sleeping in no time. So, of course, uh, this brings out Johnny Impact, and uh, this brings out Pentagon, uh, and Conan is out. Well, actually, Conan is out first, and he says he's now representing Pentagon, which confuses me. Yeah. Uh, the whole, all the stuff with uh, like the Lucha Brothers, Conan, MLW, mm-hmm. all these companies, it's all very confusing. And then we have, in the opening match, we have Ace Austin defeating Petey Williams with the fold to pick up the win. Uh, once again, Ace Austin doing his goofy crap when he comes out. Uh, again, again, with his uh, sick paper cut with the uh, Ace playing card. Why doesn't somebody just take that playing card and shove it up his... <laughs> well, anyways, go on. <laughs> uh, second match, it was uh, Rosemary defeating Kira Hogan. And then uh, at the end, she's attacked as uh, Kira just looks on from the rampway. Um, I want to love women's wrestling and impact, but this <laughs> crap with... Yeah, I just man. Why 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 do they keep in? Why do they keep dragging this out? Oh my goodness! Yeah. I've never. I, you know what? I swear. I think this is the longest uh, storyline that I've seen. It's terrible. It's not even a good storyline. No. Then we have an interview with Ty Valkyrie saying that she's beaten everyone that impacts put in front of her, and then Madison Rain comes in, walks in, and says uh, she hasn't beat her, and that sets up a non-title match for next week. Um. Madison Rain always makes me kind of laugh a little bit. I mean, she's a, she's an okay wrestler, but she's sort of yep. built like some hot mom, you know, <laughs> like a middle aged hot woman, and uh, she looks like a middle aged hot woman. Uh, Taya Valkyrie looks like that big butchy chick that'll beat you up. Oh my you. god! I, I you know what I said? The more I see Taya Valkyrie, I don't. I, I'm not a fan of Taya Valkyrie at all. Well, the funny part of Ty Valkyrie, the more you see her, the more you look at Johnny Impact, you wonder uh, yeah. <laughs> which one drives, eh? <laughs> the, the, then we had uh, Phoenix defeating Eddie Edwards uh, with uh, his uh, signature spinning muscle buster. Love Phoenix, man. That guy can move. Like Eddie Edwards, uh, you know, I thought about Eddie Edwards today before going into the show, and oh. uh, me and you... Uh, you know, I look back at the old days when Eddie Edwards was the solid wrestler, and I know me and you've had our, oh, I don't know what to, we're not the biggest fans of all this, like, psychotic Eddie business. Right, yep. But I do have to admit, at least he's getting TV time and looked at more, because while the old Eddie Edwards was a great wrestler, he was pretty boring mm-hmm. personality. Yeah, we're part of the Wolves along with the Davey Richards. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we have, uh, next week, uh, there will be an 
OVE uh, rules OVE rules match with uh, the four members against Impact Family, which will consist of Rich Swan, William Mag, Tommy Dreamer, and Falaba. Man, how crappy are you going to get? OVE <laughs> and Tommy Dreamer in the same matches. Also, another match another match set up for next week. Uh, Rob Van Dam makes his return. He confronts Ethan Page, and we're going to get that match next week as well. Wow. They're letting him out of the old age home? That's awesome. Good on you, Rob. <laughs> However, uh, the, the North was supposed to be facing LAX next week, but um, and Josh Alexander is mad that Ethan Page accepted the match, so Musa walks in and says he'll take Page's place in the tag team match. Well, at least Moose is big. <laughs> <laughs> and in our main event, it was Michael Elgin hitting the huge clothesline and a buckle bomb and a sit-out power bomb to Johnny Impact to pick up the win. Ugh. So now Michael Elgin is the number one contender in one day. Wow. wow. I mean, how low are they? Are they really that low on talent right now that they got to put Michael <laughs> Elgin in there? Michael oh, Elgin is God. like the black hole of where charisma goes. Yeah. You know? Like, you know, we, you know we, we talk about Kenny King, yeah. and uh, but suddenly a new contender has emerged. You know what? We may make fun of Kenny King. But I would watch 10 Kenny King matches before I'd watch one Michael Elgin match. I'm sorry. Yep. Michael Elgin is boring as hell. At least Kenny King, yep. well, he's a bit of a mess. He's got some talent to him, and he's a bit exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not not a fan of the big Michael Elgin. I'm sorry. He's Canadian and all. I know that. But he's boring as hell. So Indeed. What do you think of this? Uh, you know, this week, so much junk on this. I, I'm oh, going to see minus. Yeah. I'm going to have to go see minus because it's just a whole lot of nothing. And then uh, actually uh, before my uh, before the impact of results, I actually took down the code red results, which I'm not even going to bother going through. I just wanted to take a look at them for myself. Yeah. Off, off of the website. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, if you really want to know what happened on code red, don't ask us. We don't care. Next. <laughs> <laughs> so that's uh, impact for this week. All right. Well, you know what? That leaves us our last show to look at, MLW Fusion. MLW Fusion presented by Celine de la Lente and Promocione Dorado. Nice. I'm glad you got all that in because I can never say it properly. Yes, this <laughs> week, Selena was the executive producer. So the entire uh, show was flavored with all her guys taking yes. out other people. And I got to tell you, this was actually a pretty darn good episode, man. Um, mm. Even the nonsense with Sammy Callahan, which we'll get through, was actually kind of interesting. So, uh, okay, we start off with, this was kind of interesting because they're teasing now, maybe. Uh, you have uh, Loki kind of getting ready for his match with Dega that night. And uh, right. he wants to talk to Selena, and she keeps blowing him off. She's, Ooh. like, talking dumb crap on the phone, and he's getting a little irked. So that was it. That was interesting. Uh, finally, um, you know, they open the show. Uh, they go to the back. We see Sammy Callahan. He's he he was being he was kicked out of the building apparently by Selena, and so he kidnaps. Well, I guess kidnaps strong arms one of the cameramen, and breaks back into the arena with a knife yet. And uh, folks, I, I swear, seeing Sammy Callahan as somewhat of a face. Wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is we definitely. I gotta say, I gotta see how this is gonna go. I, I just gotta see how this is gonna go. <laughs> I'm intrigued. I got. I want to see where this goes. All right, so opening match, uh, Loki versus Daga. Um, you know what? I kind of thought maybe Daga would get a little bit of revenge here, but it was pretty much a low-key <laughs> affair. Loki uh, ended up 
at least he didn't hurt Dega as much as he did the first time. I don't know if you remember that when he split his ear open. That was pre-you yes. joining our show. Uh, me and the old host talked about that. That was a pretty bloody, messy match. Oh, okay, right, okay. Yeah, no, I, I but I did see, uh, I think I saw, like, uh, went back to watch, like, a replay, or they showed yeah. a replay when, on uh, one of the MLW episodes that I was watching. Now, um, Daga, he's an interesting dude. Um, I'm really surprised he's not in with Selena and these guys, to be honest. He's not exactly an easy face. There's something mm-hmm. about him that just kind of screams a bit of a jerk, but uh, he's not the bad guy, so it was interesting. Uh, Low-key... Uh, it was good to see, uh, call me a bit of a, I don't know, old school, but it was nice to see a low-key wearing wrestling gear instead of coming out in a suit and tie like he'd been doing for a while. Yes. Um, so yeah, a good match, low-key de- gets the win, uh, but it was like a sneak win too, like he had his foot on the rope and the ref didn't call it. And I'm not sure where they're going to go with that, but low-key takes the cheap victory and takes off. Okay. All right. Uh, so then um, uh, they show a little big thing talking about Tom Lawler. Tom Lawler will be going up against Contra Unit soon. That he's bringing in some surprise partner. We're not sure who it is yet, but should be uh, should be interesting. Yep. Um, they had a really ridiculous thing where he uh, they showed a little thing of him uh, working out with that Ariel Dominguez. And Dominguez oh, is I like saw a that little dude. Yeah. yeah. And at, at the end, Dominguez puts him in like some kind of chokehold and Tom yep. picks him up and walks out the door and walks down the street <laughs> with him still holding on to his chokehold. It was, it was pretty funny. <laughs> um, okay. Now talk about two weird looking dudes. Gringo Loco, who's already one weird looking dude, mm-hmm. taking on POD Los Angeles Park. Now the, the son of Los Angeles Park, he reminds me of like Skeletor's evil elf. <laughs> you know, he's all green and skeletally looking, but he's skinny. No, and... no. Is, uh, is this, this, this guy's a heel as well, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's, okay. he's a bad guy. I don't know, for, some, for some reason, he uh, I saw I saw when he came out, he took one of the, he took a flag from one of the fans. Well, he is, he is highly Spanish. <laughs> okay, so, oh, so that was just, okay. That's, yeah. that's all that was, okay. Gringo, was Lo- I, uh... Gringo Loco going in was the face here. And okay. uh, uh, Heo D, the Los Angeles Park, ends up with the win. Uh-huh. And, uh, I mean, the match was okay. Um, it wasn't great. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, he's so awkward looking, that dude. He seriously looks like if Skeletor met up with, like, <laughs> one of, with the Grinch or something and they had some weird elf child. <laughs> oh, wow. It's, it's just weird. He's so awkward looking. Whoa, whoa. And his gear is just... Both of them are awkward looking. Both him and... Uh... Los Angeles Park. Yeah, but at least Gringo Local, he Los Angeles Park son of makes him look that makes Gringo Local look kind of normal. <laughs> so yeah, no, pretty... I'm sa- no, I'm saying El- Los Angeles Park and El Hio, the Los Angeles Park both look awkward. Yeah, 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 that's for sure. I see what you mean. I guess they have that as a father son thing going on. <laughs> uh, we got an interview with um, uh, Joseph Samuel saying that Barrington Hughes is going to get his ass handed to him soon. <laughs> And oh my, Joseph, wow. And Joseph Fatu comes out and they both say a lot of crap. And Apparently, uh, Joseph says that Barrington's unbeaten streak will end next week. So mm. we'll see how that goes. Mm. Okay. Uh, uh, there was lots of stuff with uh, Sammy Callahan sneaking around, doing stuff, stealing uh, uh, that Ricky guy's <laughs> phone, a bunch of junk like that. Uh, it was actually interesting, though. Uh, I like how he confronted uh, Selena on the phone. Um, yep. there's a weird chemistry that Selena has when she deals with people, which is pretty funny, you know? 
Um, yeah, I mean, look at Matt, look at what uh, Matt Warner said. Or... Yeah, when, when Matt Warner said that he would get fleas from sleeping with her. Your genitalia has fleas. Yeah, but she waited like five seconds, <laughs> dumbfounded, <laughs> then says this weak thing and then looks at the camera, get out of my face. <laughs> it's so good. Oh, man. It, you know what it made me think of? Uh, this is right off wrestling. I'm just going to throw this for a sec. I was watching the show American Housewife. I don't know if you ever okay. seen the show, and uh, the main yeah. uh, the main lady Katie, she's kind of a she's kind of mean to everybody, but she's uh, she's with uh, her daughter's principal, and she says something, and she's like, "In your face, blah blah blah." And she's like, "Why in my face?" She goes, "Because, <laughs> because I don't know." And then later on, he says something, and he's like, "Ha, in your face, Katie," and she goes, "Ha!" It bounces off me and goes back to you, double in your face, and he's like, "Wow, double in my face! How do you come back from that?" <laughs> <laughs> That's what Selena was like. That was what Selena was like with the uh, uh, your genitalia, please. <laughs> it was perfect. Uh, all right, let's get into let's get into the main event. Uh, L.A. Park versus Pentagon Junior. Now, um, poor Pentagon gets jumped at the beginning of this. Really doesn't get to do anything most of this match. Mostly, it's him just taking pummeling after pummeling from him. Uh, and I find it weird that they're pushing L.A. Park or Los Angeles so much because, God, the guy's got to be in his 80s or something like that. He's pretty damn old. Um, Pentagon that's Jr. Crazy, so that's crazy. It's crazy. He's getting like all this resurgence like uh, years later after WCW. Yeah. And I mean, let's face it. In WCW, he was at best a funny character who would hit people with a chair and dance around on it later. Yeah. The chairman of the board or whatever they call them. Yeah. And so, yeah, now all of a sudden he's a legitimate contender. Interesting. <laughs> he won Battle Riot, so I mean, he can. He's obviously got a match coming up if he Whoa. wants against Lawler. What's going on here? What world are we living in? I don't know, but it's a weird one. And I'm, <laughs> frankly, I'm afraid. I'm afraid when Pentagon Jr. pretty much gets jobbed out here, because he did. He got jobbed out in this match. He got barely anything in. He got a cool flip uh, jump off the rope, but man, 80% of this match was him just getting beat on by uh, Park. Wow. Wow. So in the end, Park wins. Uh, then there was this moment that I thought was so funny. And I, I guess you knew it was coming. This is wrestling. Um, there was this giant gift, this giant box in the, on stage that the uh, sponsors had sent out for Selena. So she calls Uh-oh. she calls Los Angeles over afterwards. And they're going to open it up. And guess what was inside? Uh-oh. Mads Warner. Uh-oh. <laughs> Mads comes out kicking the crap out of Los Angeles Park. So... <laughs> I'm going to give, you know what, it was, a, it was a fun little episode for me. I'm actually going to give this one an A this week. It's a rare that I give an A, but this was fun compared to all the other stuff. I had a good laugh. There was some good wrestling. Uh, yeah, there was I'm some gonna, strange I'm going to have to go with an A as well. MLW is always a fun watch. Yeah, you know, I, it took me a long time to figure out why I kept saying I liked MLW so much. And it's because mm-hmm. um, they hit the mark that Raw tries to do, but unfortunately on a much smaller scale. Um they actually have scenarios that are funny, yeah. That uh, lead to storylines that make sense, yeah. And uh, they have some tremendously good wrestling, and it's shot in a really neat style. Like, you know, it looks big time, even though it's not as big as as uh, a lot of companies. It you get the yes. feeling you're watching a big time company. Um, the the problem with <laughs> ROH um, and uh, and Impact is. They, sometimes when they, especially Impact, when Impact tries to do stories and things, they just do them so poorly 
or they do yeah. it so ridiculously, like all the undead bride stuff, yep. that it just takes you out of it. You know, uh, ROH is bare minimum. You don't see much at all of backstage. You don't see much skits or anything like that. No, hardly any backstage stuff. And I think we already talked about how NXT UK really needs to work on that stuff because they have the budget, mm. they have the people, but man, they are not producing good uh, segments. Yep. Now I, have a, I, have a, I have a question about the the ending of MLW. Yes. Did Mansa did Mansa pull his knee pad up and knee pad down? No, unfortunately, it was like he ran out of the box, started punching at Los Angeles, and they kind of went to like over. Oh, okay. Yeah, they didn't show you how it turned out, but I love Vance Warner. <laughs> <laughs> He's funny, man. I love Vance. Vance is awesome. And, and you know what? It's We've discussed this before. <laughs> if you told us a couple months ago that there's this guy named Vance Warner and you described it to him, we would have been like, this is going to be garbage. You know? <laughs> right? And, I mean, we were, crapping, we were crapping all over that the vignette that they showed promoting his arrival. Yeah, his first couple of vignettes before we actually got to see him in action. Yeah. Uh, we were crapping on the guy. Now... We're getting crap dog because he's good. he's pretty funny. Yeah. So there you have it, folks. That's our look at our four major shows of the week. We talked about a New Japan. Um, mm-hmm. It's this segment of the thing where we go into a little thing we like to call the Book of Shame. The Book Elio, of Shame. Here we go. Open the book. Open the book and tell us what kind of junk we got floating in there today. Oh man! First off, we have Ace Austin. Well, I, <laughs> as our poll shows, Ace Austin, you're still <laughs> in. Grow up, buddy. <laughs> Uh, the NXT UK backstage interviewer. I'm going to let this one go. We haven't seen that person in a while. Uh, so we'll take him out? What take him out. We'll take him out for now. All right. You are out. You're free to go. Okay, next up is Facade. <laughs> He's got <laughs> I'm sorry. Facade is even goofier than Ace Austin. Actually, I'm going to send you something offline. I found some interesting information on Facade, and he's it's just as weird as he is. Oh, brother. Okay. We're, we'll talk about it next week, too. Send it to me. I'll read it. We'll talk about it next week, and we'll make fun yeah, of it right. next week in the book. <laughs> then we, uh, we have that uh, that word that you love so much. That uh, word stay. No, that word stays in. I don't want to say I You know, I said it mockingly today. I think I might have to burn my tongue. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, we have Dex as Jimmy Havoc. Oh, yeah, gross. And now that Ace Austin's, like, pulling your finger paper crap is even worse. So, yeah. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, that's disgusting. That paper cuts that he's delivering, like, during the matches. Yeah. Okay, Madman Fulton. Yeah, as long as you're part of OVE, you're going to be a joke. <laughs> Nigel McGuinness. Oh, Nigel McGuinness. I'm so mad at you. I'm keeping you another week. Rich Swan. You know what? Rich Swan can deny it all he wants. Rich Swan, you sir are OVE. If yeah. you're gonna do the crap that Sammy Callahan does, you are OVE. Yeah, you're gonna swallow his spit that hits you in the face or chest or wherever. <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. Rich Swan, yeah. Speaking of Sammy Callahan, he's the next entry. Dude, Sammy Callahan's never leaving. I, even if he becomes a good guy at MLW, I can't see him leaving us. <laughs> Along with the Chris Brothers and Tommy Dreamer. Those are the final two entries. Okay, they're like lifetimers. I, I can't see any reason we would take out the Chris Brothers or Tommy Dreamer. So yeah, they're lifetimers. Now do we have anybody All right. do we have anybody this week we want to throw in there? Um I, have I can't a really uh, think oh okay. Uh what's your nominee? Because I can't think I can't really think of anyone. Okay. What do you okay. have? I think of a very sad time where a dimensional rift opened up and Skeletor fell oh. out. And landed oh. on the Grinch's mother, and they created 
Kyo the Los Angeles Park, who is the goofiest looking mass uh, man I've seen in a long time. So yes, oh, he's so goofy ass looking. I Kyo de Los Angeles Park, you are in the book of shame. In the book, you just read the book. Oh, oh, shame. Oh, my God. If you don't dress ridiculous, I mean, Flood looks ridiculous, but we haven't seen him in forever, so... Yeah. Because... You know, Fassad, because... You know, Fassad's almost going to make it out eventually because he never had a career or something. I, I don't know. <laughs> I feel bad for the dude. So, El Hio de Los Angeles Park. Wow, That's the new entry in the book. Now, fans, uh, we uh, last week, you know, we, we mentioned we were going to do two polls. We decided the week as it got busy, we just did one. Let's let's try that poll again. The, the other okay. one we're going to do was, what is the most disgusting thing that you have seen in wrestling? And, and remember, I want to hear from, like, um, I would love to hear people tell me stuff you've seen on the independents. You know, WWE, it's always easy to pull stuff out of there. It's always there, right? I mean, yep. even the example I used was Tommy Dreamer drinking Undertaker's uh, spit juice. From yeah, that was tobacco. But he, he even did it at uh, uh, Code Red. Uh, in the one video that I saw on uh, the website, he did something disgusting or he drank something disgusting during his match. Yeah, so folks, it, it, you know, we may end up getting just a whole bunch of Tommy Dreamer stories, but I'm curious. Have you seen something? I mean, I remember once, was there apparently uh, Adam Cole, like years ago, did a match where like the loser was thrown in feces or something stupid like that? Like, I don't know. Uh, I'd like to hear. Sometimes, uh, sometimes promoters come up with the worst crap you can imagine. Yeah, seriously. And, uh, I'm curious of what kind of wor- weird ass junk is out there. So, yep. Now, Elio, we have. I'm thinking a lot of wrestling coming up from New Japan. We have the yes. Super Eight tournament coming. All right, I keep saying Super Eight. Sorry, the Best of Super Juniors tournament, which I'm actually kind of excited. There should be some good matches in there. Yep. Um, we have coming up uh, Dominion, which already has three great main events. So mm-hmm. we have our regular shows weekly. Uh, I know our. Oh wait, I forgot. Best of the was it the Best of the World? That's three. We shit, man. We got war, like three. War, I think I think War of the Worlds. On, war of the Worlds, uh, not the, Best World. Yeah, our, War of the Worlds that, that begins on uh, May eighth. Yeah. That is like three nights, man. Oh, we were supposed to. Uh, I had uh, the the matches uh, listed under the ROH news. Oh, did you? Really, well, uh, yeah. What the hell? There's there's like four matches. Okay, let's go really quick over them before we go. <clears throat> so we have Evil and Sonata taking on Toshi Kojima and Yuji Nagata. Hmm. And the viewing. Sorry. Sorry, that's that's a weird matchup. Okay, go on. <laughs> and the UAE national champion Kokubana taking on James Storm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have uh, ROH TV championship Cobb versus Roosh versus Jay Lethal versus PCO. PCO. But I love Jeff Cobb. Sorry. Awesome. Go and on. of course, the, 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 the long anticipated match ROH and IWGP tag team champions Girls of Destiny taking on the Briscoes. That is going to be one damn good match. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's going to be interesting. We'll, we'll cover all this. Well, we'll try and cover it all. We're not going to, obviously, with ROH having three nights of this, we're only going to talk about the main matches, whether we watch even all of it or not. We're slowly going to talk the main matches. Yeah, no this one is going to be on, on May 12th, on the final night. Yes. I think uh, this one will be. Because, and there's also going to be, a, who who's that, the new NWA Women's Champion again? Oh yeah, uh, that uh, Serena, Selena, no, Sienna. Sienna. 
Okay, she's going to defend the championship against Marty Bell. Yeah, that that's nothing special. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, well, folks, obviously me and Elio have two or three weeks of some serious wrestling to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, join us on this journey, man. We're going across the Indies. We're going to find some good stuff. We're going to Japan. We're going to England. We're going all over the place. I even find a lot of good stuff that uh, you you don't tell me to watch. I just like watch them on my own. Yeah, and that I like. And you find and hey, fact phones phones fans. When um, Elio does find something cool, he tells me, and I check it out too. And who knows? Maybe you're going to get every now and then reports from some kind some place we never ever talk about because something cool <laughs> happens. Like NWA, <laughs> we talk crack Crockett Cup, but we rarely talk NWA. So that that was kind of a treat. Yep. Now you know what, folks? I hope you had a good time. You know, we like to sit back. We like to talk about wrestling we like to analyze wrestling we like to joke about wrestling uh but we're not the only uh we're not the only show out there um on this same great fine uh network that you're finding us on you are going to find wrestling pov that's our original sister show uh you know we're only up to like episode 27 they're like episode i don't know 7 million and 12 or something like that 167 167 i believe they are at 167 you know uh, they have that life for their Tony. They've got the, they got Mimi. Uh, she's mean to me, by the way, that Mimi chick. Um, Rick oh, Serrano, no. who we're up and down with, and uh, that damn puppet. That, I'm that, telling that you, Cole. dude, just, just let, let that lawsuit go. What's the matter with you? What, what are you doing to those guys over there? Yeah, I mean, have you tasted the water, Miguel? What do you think you're going to get out of a lawsuit from these guys? It's not like we got much money here. <laughs> Speaking of which, fans, if you want to set up a GoFundMe for me and Ellie. No, anyways. Um, <laughs> so, yes, please check out Wrestling POV uh, on this same fine network. You find our show every Wednesday. You find their show every Saturday. Uh, some fun stuff. And yep. uh, you know what? Uh, we have coming up. I, I'm going to throw it out there really quick. Uh, our AEW points, uh, PV, uh, PPV points game coming up. We're going to talk yep. more about that. That's your chance to bet on these matches. And uh, well, you know, there's a the way you do it is you like the page, you you, uh, you put together your brackets, you send them into us, you share it, and uh, you have a chance to win a fifty dollar Amazon gift card. That is the number one prize. Um, me and Elio, we're going to enter this game too. We are not eligible for that prize if one of us manages to or, win. Or or loot crate. Oh, I don't know if that loot crate's still up, man. I don't know. Oh, the last time oh, they wow. just they didn't really mention it, so I'm not. I didn't want to get too. <clears throat> just in case the loot crate's not there. Uh, oh but, yes, this is true. So we'll we'll definitively know when our the week of our pay per view if that loot crate's available. It'll be up okay. there. And folks, I got to tell you, somebody uh, won the Amazon gift card last time. Took the Amazon gift card instead of the loot crate. I do know. I took a peek in a few of the items in there. There's some cool crap in that thing, man. So wow. if you're a wrestling fan, the, the the crate is the way to go. Just saying. But. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so, and we'll go over next week. We'll talk a little bit more about the points game, exactly how it's played. Um, now, you know what, folks, you can find us all over the place. You can find <laughs> us on iHeartRadio. You can find us on Spotify, <laughs> iTunes. I think if you lift up a rock in Russia and scream in a cave, you can find us. You can um, find us on YouTube. You, that's a thing? YouTube? Okay, sure. YouTube. YouTube Podbean. Yeah, not to be mixed up with Red Tube. I accidentally told somebody to look up something on Red Tube. <laughs> oh no! Folks, do not look don't up that do stuff. Too. Yeah, don't look that don't up. Don't lose your mind, that. I. It was an accident. I was thinking of the Red <laughs> YouTube. Well, you know, because you you know YouTube Premium has this Red thing, right? I oh, said okay. Red Tube. I didn't know Red Tube was a porn channel. Okay, and uh, 
So yeah, I got quite reamed out by my friend when he uh, went to go look up what I thought on RedTube, and he was not impressed with me. So folks, it is YouTube, not oh, RedTube. Wow. And uh, how can people get a hold of us, Elio? Suppose people want to say, you know what, Legend, you're awesome, and Elio, you're passable. How can they? Oh no! <laughs> how can they write in and, and okay, tell us? Yeah. These Okay, so you can uh, do all that by going to Facebook uh, at uh, Wrestling POV Podcast. You can find us on uh, Instagram, Wrestling POV1, and Twitter, Wrestling POV. Well, that's excellent. You know what, uh, folks, I always like uh, I always like to tease around with Elio, but uh, he's my main man here. The gentleman himself is, you know, I couldn't do this without you, brother. And I'm so glad that uh, every week you uh, take that opportunity to sit down and we talk some wrestling, man. And we talk some fun. It's fun. It's fun. So, folks, we it's really... It's fun. We really... Uh, hey, you know what? We know we have folks around the world. Uh, we've, we've got numbers coming in and they're showing us some of the country breakdowns. Mm-hmm. I mean, we get folks from like uh, China, Japan, England, Ireland, wow. uh, Germany, uh, even my favorite place, Russia. So I say privyet to all you Russian friends. Uh, guys... Mm-hmm. Uh, we love uh, we love hearing from you, and uh, even sometimes we'll even polls. But hey, come on, send in some notes. Tell us, tell us uh, a little bit about what you like about wrestling, because I I know we don't just do this because you know we're bored and we don't have lives or something like this. You know, I we got full lives, but just wrestling, this stuff adds so much yeah, so much to our lives. And uh, I'm a big fan of indie wrestling, as it's so called. I guess I'm just not a fan of the WWE as much. I watch it a little bit. But I really love hard hitting uh, action like we're seeing in some of these companies. No, you know what? I I, I find the I find the independent stuff a lot more enjoyable to watch. Yeah, and it makes more sense, which is weird. But folks, yep. <laughs> we look forward to seeing you next week. Elio, say goodbye to the people. I'm your host, the legend T James Logan, and this is my co-host, Elio Canella, saying goodbye. We will talk to you all next week. <laughs>